Hello and welcome. You're listening to Charging Stallion Presents News We, we Like. <laughs> his name's Cam. And his name's Timmy. And we are here to tell you about the news headlines that have caught our eye this week. Settle in. <laughs> How's uh, how's your week been going, Cam? It's been well. It's been a little while. We've had a little bit of a break uh, between between podcasts. Mm-hmm. I uh, I got hit by a bus. For real? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone at home has actually been hit by a bus. And like fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone's like got a, their leg up right now. Can't go to work for a few weeks, but you didn't get hit by a bus. Nah, is your update? I'm living the good life. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> So suck it if you if you have been hit by a bus. I was just trying to look for a good excuse to why to, to to why we had the hiatus, and I just thought bus works. It would be good, yeah. But I think I probably would know that you'd been hit by, that that was yeah. the reason. I would have at least limped in. Yeah, <laughs> came with a spring in my step. Exactly. Uh, what actually has been happening? Um, man, just been uh, doing the last uh, finishing off uh, my first semester of uni. Mm-hmm. It's been going really well, and and. Uh, yeah, just the last three weeks were real hectic, really good though, and just keen to get back into doing our regular podcasts and, 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 and killing it here, man. Yeah, man. Or I actually do have something mm. good for you to do. I have a story from today. Yeah. So my mate Jaden calls me up. He's like, dude, I was just driving past your old house. So I, I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast Satan's Death Pit. Oh, yeah, you I, have. I have. <laughs> Okay, so for people who have never listened to, to, to that to that episode or the many episodes that I spoke about it, Satan's Death, Death Pit was a, a house in Brackenridge in Brisbane, and it was the first house that I lived in when I when I first left home, and it was a raucous house, mm. a raucous party house of good times. You don't have a place named Satan's Death Pit and it, and it not be. It's a, not a mansion. It's not. It's a, it's a, it's a rowdy cesspit of a place. Yeah. And uh, he called me up and he's like, dude. Three doors down from where you used to live, all the cops have like have have blocked off all the all the front of the house, like the front yard. Three yeah. doors down from where I was living, and they're digging up the ground because they think that the person that lived there buried a dead body in their front yard. Your neighbours, <laughs> yeah, dude. Three doors down, three doors down from where I lived. Can you remember those people? Did they no. seem iffy? No, I don't remember a lot of that time. We we mm. were drunk or, or high most of the time. Yeah. Uh, so I maybe you really, did it. Maybe, maybe it was me. <laughs> don't say that. You I'm never, gonna, you I'm never gonna, know, man. I'm going to knock on the door from the from the Brackenridge Police Department. Yeah, they'll play this recording of this podcast in court. Like, <laughs> oh, see, he doesn't remember. So it could have been. But it didn't surprise me because the first two weeks that we moved in there, uh, there was a guy killed his wife with like a pole, like a metal pole or some shit, and that was about a block away. And then like uh, two blocks down down the road, there was a there was a drug dealer who pulled a, a a gun on two cops in in his front yard, and they and they shot him dead. Like a lot of shit goes down in front yards in Queensland. And whoa! <laughs> and then the third thing in this two weeks, these guys jumped out of this. Were waiting in this bush and jumped out when this car drove past and mm. started shooting. Sh- like shooting guns, shooting bullets, sorry, at it. 
This and sounds like you were living in <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, dude. San Andreas. Is that yeah. the suburb? Bracken Ridge, 417. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> How's things been going with you, dude? Good, man. Uh, I started a new contract, so I've been freelance for like four years. Started at a new place and got the handover from the guy who was taking off that I'm kind of like um, replacing. Yeah. And everyone else had been like giving me information on what the job would be like or telling me like how things are. There's 500 people in the company. It's a massive company. So, so like, big. Yeah, lots of people with different perspectives telling me this is what's important, this is what's important. But him and I were in a meeting room. And he was telling me all the information. He was like, here's your spreadsheets for this. Here's your passwords document, all the normal mm. stuff. And then we were about to wrap it up. And like up until this point, everyone, I had no like high or low opinion of everyone. I was just like neutrally trying to absorb as much information as I could. But then in this moment, my opinion of this dude who I was replacing changed yeah. for the better. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, we'd been sitting there for like an hour. And I said, cool, thanks for all that, man. Um, is there anything else that you think that I should know? Because I mean like... At five o'clock today, you leave, and yeah. that's kind of it. And I was like, "What? What else should I know to take over from you?" And he goes, "I know one thing." He goes, "There's a bathroom. There's a bathroom that you're gonna need. It's like the main bathroom, constantly busy." He's like, yeah. "But over by reception, if you go round behind the meeting room with the glass windows, if you need a bathroom where you need a bit of extra time yeah. and you need to be in there by yourself." There's one behind there. Yeah. He told me where to take a dump. Yeah. He told you the upset belly room. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and from that moment, I was like, this guy is the man. How old is he? Oh, he's like 28 or something. Yeah, right. And then after- He seems like he has the personality of a really old person. <laughs> <laughs> that does seem like yeah. some baby boomer tips, yeah. eh? I'll tell you where the good toilet is. <laughs> it's, 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 it's weird when you meet people... It, that that are like that, and you and you're the same age, or yeah. or even you're older, and you go, you're just way older than you're old. Yeah. You're an old young person. Yeah, man, yeah. for sure. You're 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 a seventy year old, and my friend Kevin from from Brisbane, who I grew up with, he he is he also listens to the podcast. So yeah. shout out to Stelly and Kevin. He um is a seventy year old in a twenty nine year old's body. Big fan of comfort and just routine. Loves it. Dude. He's never lived out of the one suburb in his life. He grew up in Benyo, and he still lives in Benyo. Good man. <laughs> He'll never leave. He, no way. No way. <laughs> I'm surprised he's listening to this. Not some AM AM radio station with one speaker I'm, covered in dust. I'm surprised he goes on holidays. He yeah. does leave. Well, he's brave. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Timmy. We've got some news stories. Uh, what order should we do this in? Um, I think oh, I start this week. Yeah, I got one for you. Yep. I got one from New Zealand to start off the start off the podcast. Good. We didn't do our regular thing where we check uh, if if we've got if we if we've got the same story. So yeah. we're just gonna wig it. Yeah. There's literally if you're listening, <laughs> joining us for the first time, there's literally one thing we do to kind of prep for this before we hit record, and it's okay. We don't want to have the same stories because Timmy and Timmy and I don't tell each other what our stories are going to mm-hmm. be before we hit record, but we do say, all right, here's like a keyword for each headline so that we don't end up doubling up. But we haven't done that this week. Remember one time we did double up anyway because I said a key word what I thought was the important part of the story. And, and, just, and, and, and mine was a different <laughs> part. Yeah, so it doesn't even, we shouldn't even do it. No, <laughs> All right, Ken, this one's from New Zealand. The headline is, unsophisticated cannabis operation comes to end outside police station. Love it. A small-time cannabis dealer was nabbed by police after being found with, the, with, with drugs while outside a Taranaki police station. 
um, he had about 18.5 grams um, of of this 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 article makes it sound it's like of illegal drugs <laughs> <laughs> into deal bags. Did your old mate Kevin write that? And it it was about it was about two hundred dollars uh, worth of uh, worth, worth worth drugs. But he was run, he was dealing drugs outside of the police, like outside the police station. It's not the spot for it. Is it one of those things? Where you kind of where you go, no one's gonna ever think to look mm. right outside a cop shop for for weed dealers. I remember MacGyver said the best way to follow someone is to be in front of them. <laughs> so I think it's that same thing. Like they'll yeah. never expect it. Yeah, but then what if that person behind you like turns turns left or right? Do you yeah, have to but, like but then they'll backtrack? Never, you have. Yeah, I guess you walk backwards. <laughs> As long as you're in front of them, but you're sort of chasing them, walking backwards, they'll never, ever suspect it. <laughs> that would be quite scary. But it's quite funny, though, because the, I, I looked at this, and I just thought, how many cops in New Zealand mm. are really out there looking for... So, so he had about $200 worth of weed in his mm. bag. And, and, and how many cops in New Zealand are actually out there looking for small-time weed dealers that are very very little yeah very little they're very casual cops like they're probably not phased it was only out of convenience that they would have chatted to him exactly they probably were just saying hi and you know what they probably would have never found him if he i would understand if it was somewhere else like that that whole thing of oh no we're gonna do it right under their noses and get yeah. away with it but in new zealand you don't have to do that yeah, people are nice. People aren't gonna people aren't gonna care too much about someone selling weed. Do you remember at the show that we played in New Zealand in Raglan? There was a guy that came to the show, and in his car he had a whole bunch of guns. And I was really fascinated <laughs> by was, that guy. What was that guy's name? I can't remember his name, but he was wearing full camo full and like camo, and he, he had like guns cranking his stereo. And I was really fascinated by him, like chatting to him and filming him. And then he like showed opened the car door a bit and just showed me that he had like handguns and rifles and stuff. Did he have one on him? Yeah. Yeah. So he had like his one one gun. Was it down his front or? I can't remember, but he was so friendly. Like he was like, yeah, he was like Will Smith kind of, but and I, he was like nice and like jovial and just like saying some jokes and puns. And I was like, this guy's so rad. And then he like showed me the guns, and I was still like, this guy's so nice. You loved him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think is what is the gun laws like over in New Zealand? Are you are you able to just you can't you're not supposed to be dancing with while holding one. <laughs> He was in a punk show with a handgun down his front. That's like that's that's fucking not you don't you never see that. Nah. That's what you think about in hip hop movies and shit like that. Yeah. Rap movies. Yeah, man. Yeah. Not a And you never expect a friendly guy telling a whole bunch of puns <laughs> to have a gun on him. But yeah, his car was full of them too, and the cop like no not a cop to be seen. I guess the only per- no. maybe I only I, I was the one who knew and I didn't report it. <laughs> But yeah, I remember you telling me afterwards. Yeah, and just he showed me, me guns. Yeah, you, you just, you, you just, you just talking to me. Yeah, that guy showed me heaps of guns. What's <laughs> <laughs> like? Oh man, this is ridiculous. I haven't thought about that guy in ages. He was a character, a real character. We, he's actually, um, if 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 people do want to see what he looks like, mm. he's actually in our Cut the Hose film clip video. Oh, yeah, he yeah. is. And, and he's the guy that goes, that goes, he's the, he's, he's, it was Moldy, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, he's the, the Moldy guy that goes right up, the skinny Moldy guy that goes right up to the camera. Yeah. And he looks like, he's got unsettling eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
like lovely guy. Kind, unsettling eyes. Yeah, they were kind. Yeah, but, but he's one breakup away from a massacre. Oh, definitely, definitely, and he's your buddy. He's my man. <laughs> But yeah, so this dude, this dude is uh, he's got his got his date in court, and they also found well, they also found a crack pipe on him as well. <laughs> it says it here as well. Got it. Yeah, but you know, I think I think he's 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 trying. Mm. Here's the thing: you you look at this guy and you go, he's an idiot, right? Yeah. But then if you met somebody and and they're just like, yeah, I deal weed out the front of the cop shop all the time, nothing ever happens. You're like, you go fuck that dude's badass. Mm. You roll the dice if you really want to be a badass in this world. And he is. <laughs> he is. He is rolling the dice daily. <laughs> Shout out to New Zealand. New app allows you to easily sue your friends if they cancel plans that they had with you. It's frustrating when you make plans to grab a beer with a friend, only for them to cancel last minute. Well, a Swedish beer company has created a solution. It's an app that helps you book in plans with your friends using a legally binding contract, which <laughs> which states that if that friend cancels the plans, then they owe you a specified amount of money. So the fines start at $50, and the app's creator had this to say. Trying to plan a simple get-together with a friend can be tricky. Just because you agree to grab a beer doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. To put an end to this half-hearted behaviour and get more people to meet up as agreed, we've created a digital tool that helps turn empty words into action with a contract that guarantees a beer will take place. We want the contract to transform maybe we'll grab a beer into a legally binding yes. I think old dudes are going to love this. I think those those dudes that have that have families and mm. and and they and they every time that they speak to them, mate, it's like, yeah, next next Saturday, yeah, I'm going to the pub in the afternoon. We're going to drink heaps of beers, yeah. And then there's always that dude that that just doesn't Flakes. doesn't show up. I think I don't know. It's it's a bit intense for me. Mm. What do you think? I feel like when I read the story, I think everyone when they heard that story pictured a face of a friend that they would love to sue. <laughs> Like everyone's got that friend who yeah. like you make plans with and then they'll just switch it out. Like you probably make plans like seven times in a month and it happens once. It just yeah. keeps getting bumped out. And I mean like if every t- seven times a month they paid you 50 bucks. So you get the money, right? Yeah, it goes to you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Would you feel comfortable suing a friend? Um, see, that's what it comes down to, right? Like how if you if, if they're just like, I don't want to pay you the money <laughs> yeah then or do you have to have a certain amount of money in your in your account to be to 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 be a part of it you know what i mean it just takes it takes it out of out of your account i guess if you've got under 50 dollars in your account you shouldn't be going to planning to go to the pub anyway but no. i think you connect your account and you like sign up and say like yeah if i cancel on this then 50 bucks minimum will get sucked out of my account and go to Timmy. It's going to be interesting. Are they going to get, because they're going to have to get debt collectors and shit onto, on, on, onto this. Mm. Because how, how else are they going to, because they're not going to take all these people to court over fucking 50 or 100 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going yeah. to. So are they going to get debt collectors? Like, what, what, the people that call you up when you don't pay a telephone bill and shit. Are they For your gonna... $50 friendship <laughs> bill. Do you remember three and a half years ago when you didn't show up? To have a beer with Cam. It's now eight hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of that is fees for me to come yeah. and chase you. 
man, fucking debt collectors are just the fucking worst, the worst day. I got, I got a debt collector onto me and, um, he calls, he, he, he gets my number and he calls me up mm. and he, and he just says, Hey, there's this, uh, electricity bill from when you first, well, it was when I first moved in, lived, lived in Melbourne. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, it was a, it was a hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. and uh, now the the bill is nine hundred dollars that that you that you have to pay. Wow! And I, was, and I said, Nah, no one's ever fucking contacted me about this shit. And he and he's just like, Well, you gotta you gotta pay it. And I go, mm. Well, I'll pay you what the electricity bill was, and mm. that's it. And he goes, Nope, the full nine hundred dollars. And I go, Well, nope, I'm yeah. never gonna pay you a fucking cent. Yeah, and I still have it, and, and I'm just and I'm just never going to. <laughs> He's going to follow you. He's going to yeah. find you. He might listen to the... I'd love for him to listen to the podcast. Said did, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bat hidden in iPad. In an iPad case. Bites pensioner's finger, leaving him with rabies. Oh. So this story got me so good because it just takes it to a new level of how bad old people are at technology. So bad. <laughs> So bad. They're so bad. So an 86-year-old man is being treated for rabies after being bitten by a bat. Roy Sivenson from New Hampshire in the US uh, told a TV station that he had been using the tablet for about an hour before the creature popped its head out and nipped him. (laughs) (laughs) I knew old people would say nip day. He (laughs) nipped me. The pensioner said it felt like a beasting at first, adding, I looked, and, I, I looked and the bat was coming out of here, between the cover and the back of the pad. And then I got up, still squeezing it, which I'm sure he wasn't happy about, and I took him outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he was, he was uh, instructed to go to hospital uh, to be immediately tested, and it later turned out that the bat was rabid and that the man actually did have rabies. Oh. <laughs> Worst outcome ever. <laughs> these, these are gauges. I'm just going to take the bat outside. <laughs> yeah. Old people use such chunky accessories yeah. for their technology. Like a, a 25-year-old will go, oh, I need an iPhone case to cover this thing so that if I drop it, it doesn't break. Yes. The iPhone case will be about like three millimeters mm-hmm. thick. And you can barely tell that it's wrapping around the iPhone. The bare minimum to protect something that you've spent a bunch of money on. Exactly. An old person, every, I think every year above 25, your brain goes, I need another half a centimetre, mm-hmm. another half a centimetre. Like my mum, man, my mum's phone case looks like a Bible. Yeah. And she, she's carrying both around, so she's, she's going to have some shoulder problems. <laughs> I think sometimes it takes her a moment to realize which is which. It's like squinting, putting the glasses on. She kind of uses a phone as if she's an old, like, 1700s author. Like, she, even though she's not using a pen, it looks like the action she's with her finger, her one index finger for typing. And, the yeah, the thick, leather, wilted, heavy case yeah. that she uses on that thing. That's what I think this guy had. He had, yeah. like, a soggy-looking, fat cover. There was probably more bat. There was probably more animals in there. <laughs> he was lucky it was the bat rather than the rats or the snake that he keeps or in the, that. the leopard that crawls out yeah. of it. <laughs> 
My mum takes um, when we went on holidays to uh, we went on holiday to Vietnam together, mm. and she would use her iPad to take photos of everything. Oh, mum, <laughs> I know, felt so white. Yeah, it man, felt so white. It's weird over there being in 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 Vietnam because we went to we were uh, at this sort of at um, Barnard Hills, which is their sort of Disneyland over there, mm. and we were and we were there, and people kept on coming up like small. Vietnamese people kept on coming up and asking for photos with me. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was. I was. But after a while, I realized that just they were so short that they just thought that I was like a freak. How like, that I was just a tall, <laughs> and I'm not even that tall. I'm six foot one, six foot two on a good day. Are you and sure they didn't think you were a celebrity like no, Aquaman? Because they, they 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 would say I would every now and then they they'd look up at me and go oh so tall. <laughs> <laughs> so they let you know. Yeah, but you know, but I definitely don't think that it was a celebrity thing. I think it was, you know, if if you know a, a short person, you know, like a dwarf, and you was like, oh, let's get a photo with dwarf. Like, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, you but tall people get it. Yeah, tall people. <laughs> There's nothing tall... protecting you. No. Nah. <laughs> There's no Facebook page for this shit, you know? Yeah, There's no community. There's no online presence. <laughs> We're just out there getting mocked in the yeah. world. But hey, we get to reach up and get shit off the, the top shelf. And that's what a, a privilege. Nice, that's a nice feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not get sick of that? No, I never get sick of that. No one ever asks me. Oh. Well, when I lived with Claudia, who's real short, she would ask me to. And I felt, I felt, very, I felt like the man of the house. Yeah. Yeah. He, like Dean, he, he covered all the bills. Like, he organized all, 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 all the payments Kept for the everything. the floor clean. He did all that stuff. But, you know, and it was real men's work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Getting stuff off shelves. Can you get that magazine off the fridge? Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> Nothing more manly than grabbing a new idea from a shelf. But old people are so funny. My, my, uh, we, my friend uh, Frisky from Brisbane, we were over at our house and my mum would always try to get, which, which any of my friends would come over to try and fix things on her computer because <laughs> I just gave up. <laughs> look, I, I just said, look, I'm not a good son. I'll give it up. Yeah. And then my friends would come over and and Frisky was like, oh, I, she, Mum's like, you do IT, don't you? And I was like, don't oh, go no. in. I was like, oh, don't no. go in. And now it's got, it's been about two, three years, and she calls him uh, her her IT expert. <laughs> and every time he comes around, or or my mum's in Melbourne, he'll just she'll just pass on all this stuff. And like, I want this done and this done and everything. I'm like, you should. And does he fuck. do it? Yeah, he does it like little fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably the, the longest job he's had, too. That's years of yeah, work. Years of Is, work. Does he work in IT apart from for your mum? Yeah, he does. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but if he wanted, if, that's the thing, he could, he'll never leave that, that, that industry behind. Because even yeah. if he quits and moves on to something else, he'll he's still going to be mum's little IT bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and worked. I told him not to. He's, yeah. and, 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 but I think he likes it. Yeah. yeah. Your mum's his boss forever. <laughs> Thieves in Russia have stolen a large bridge. Yeah, Russia. <laughs> a criminal case has been launched in Russia's Arctic region, region, I said that in a Russian accent, <laughs> after suspected metal thieves made off with a railway bridge. Local prosecutors say the unknown perpetrators removed the bridge, which was 23 metres long and weighed what? 56 tonnes. From a, from a bridge. The unused bridge is located in a remote forest. Luckily, the bridge wasn't needing to be used, and the railroad tracks had been taken off it long ago. 
the theft of metal objects by thieves interested in their scrap value has long been a problem in Russia. The metal from the bridge is estimated to receive around $9,000 Australian when traded in. And then just a footnote at the end of this article, which is by far the best part of the whole article, it just says, In 2017, a 10-metre long Soviet-era anti-aircraft missile exploded at a recycling centre after it had been traded in as scrap metal. <laughs> Do you know how many people were involved in seeing that missile before it blew up? The, well, like, think about it. The, oh, yeah. the person who found it, like, one, they're just like, fine, yep. let's go see how much money we get for this. The person whose truck he borrowed, yep. you mind if I chuck this missile? <laughs> yeah, chuck it on, whatever. They drive to the place, hey, I've got some metal. Oh, yeah, can I have a look at it? There it is. Yep, no worries, here's the money. <laughs> the guy that, that guy then yeah. got to, oh, hey, move that to the pile yeah. at the back. Yep, he moved it. And then, boom, and then they'll be like, oh, no, what? <laughs> like, how, how are they so numb to, like, pain and danger that's the beauty of russia man they don't that's that they truly don't give a fuck you you meet you meet people in life and you go yeah that person is someone that really doesn't really doesn't give a fuck but they've got nothing on a russian they're on another level man yeah man they're so tough they're so (laughs) tough i love that russia's back in the storylines of this podcast as well because it's so fucking good yeah man (laughs) but did anyone see the that missile blow up no, there's no information. Oh, okay. Like, so it talks, the whole story is about this bridge that's been stolen, 9,000 bucks worth. And then whoever wrote this article was just like, yeah, and by the way, a missile blew up because someone else sold that to a recycling center. <laughs> like, they're just going, of course that happened. They're kind of on the same boat as us. They're just like, and another thing. <laughs> and so uh, Russians just, just go around stealing, stealing scrap metal. And Hunks then, of metal. Yeah, dude. But here's the thing, though. So how many people... And how much time and effort do you reckon would have gone in to, to stripping this bridge apart? And it's this, it's this massive fucking bridge, right? And they're stripping this bridge apart, and then they're, and they're taking it to the scrapyard. They're getting nine grand. I reckon you, you're going to need, a, what, at least four or five, four, five dudes to get this job done? Minimum? Bro, yeah, and maybe a boat, because it was a bridge. I've seen a photo Oh, it was of over it. water. Over water. <laughs> so they had to pull this thing yeah, apart, yeah. load it onto something, and I'm guessing a boat, but maybe trucks off to the side. Yeah, so it would have, like, all the hire for all those, for, for all, to do all that shit, and then you get nine grand from it? doesn't it? seem like a enough it to does cover not it. seem like enough it feels like it would have cost about that to steal it i think so maybe they're like hobbyists well someone's <laughs> this is just what they do they were just a facebook group this was what they do on weekends out of like... their own pockets <laughs> yeah i'll put two grand into the hire of a boat hey man people have spent money on stupider things mm. and I'm, I'm sure you get a bit of a rush from it yeah if you woke up tomorrow and and you were in russia yeah and and your russian mate's like hey Today, mm. we're going to get in my boat. Yeah. We've got a bunch of my mates. There's about five or six of us. What are we going to do? We're going to go steal a bridge. Let's do it. How exciting would that be? Yeah. I'd be so excited. What a way to spend a day. <laughs> <laughs> and just that fear, of, because that's the beautiful thing about Russia too. Everything there, if, 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 you, if you end up, say, you get caught by the Australian or especially the New Zealand police. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you get caught by Russian Russian police and they're Death taking penalty. you to a fucking Russian Russian jail. That's that's not a fucking good day. <laughs> that's 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 ruined your life. That's ruined your life. Yeah, man. But, but that bridge, how exciting. 
Yeah. How exciting. The risk of ending up in a Russian prison, getting 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 whacked, getting a bullet in the back of the head because it was some politician's favourite bridge. Yeah, bro. You know? But nah. It makes uh, Ocean's Eleven look so <laughs> tame and clean cut, doesn't it? Like, oh, good one, George Clooney and Matt Damon. You stole money from a casino. And then you go, no, these dudes... Yeah pulled down a bridge and traded it in for not much. Do you reckon that dude from that old story that we did about the naked guy driving around on the on on the uh, snowmobile with the with the gun strapped to his back because his wife said he hid his, hid his hunting clothes and couldn't go out and, and told him that he couldn't go out hunting? Do you reckon he was in that crew? He would have been part of that crew he, for sure. He would. He's, he's a contractor. He's, he just does whatever's going. Like, he does whatever he wants. Yeah, he just has like a letterbox and he opens it. He's like smoking first thing in the morning he's just in his undies it's like one degree and he pulls out all these notes and it's people requesting his help for like real gnarly jobs like that like just one-off contract jobs honey get my bridge stealing gear yeah i'm heading out yeah and she's like yes and she knows exactly what gear he needs <laughs> love you russia all right camo victim gets revenge on milk thief by peeing into bottle and leaving it on doorstep have you, have you heard about this one? No. Okay. So um, for the last few weeks, there's been a problem uh, with, with a milk thief in St. Ives. Uh, but instead of wasting police time, IT worker Damon Hudson, 25, decided to get revenge using his own urine and fish oil. He set up a camera in his doorbell to catch the thief in action following the 4am delivery. Yeah. Damon said... My milk delivery means the world to me. This is actually fucking great. My little brother and sister can't function without their cereal in the morning. <laughs> this person is stopping them from enjoying the morning pleasures of breakfast. <laughs> Good man. It was annoying. Not the end of the world. But a wind up that, that, that they feel they need to do this. I've not called the police yet. I've instead gone about it a different way. Um... David said, we have a doorbell which has video footage, so I looked through it and found them. He added that he did not want to call the police because they have better things to do than a milk stealer. So he's, mm, he's, he yeah, seems like an alright guy. But after lose, losing out on milk for the second week in a row, enough was enough. Entering the third week, he decided to take matters into his own hands. In a bid to take revenge, he added new ingredients to the milk. Fish oil and his own urine. Oh. The milk thief took the bait. Damon said, hopefully that's the end. The weirdo deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> what a vigilante. That's a pretty good combo if you're trying to think of two gross liquids to mix together. I think that he's done pretty well. What? Re remember when we did um, the Siggy Butt Brain film clip mm. and you actually vomited from... You mixed something with milk? Was it soy sauce? Yeah. Okay. Was it just soy sauce? Because that doesn't seem too gross. I'm not sure, but you had a good skull of it and it came... I did spew from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. It was something... Maybe it was like vinegar. I think it was vinegar. Yeah, right. It was like... So it was vinegar and milk and I was sculling that and then... Yeah, so that I could actually spew. See, I don't know. If if you go... If you went, say, with 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 something fishy, right? Yeah. Won't you smell that before you drink it? 
You know what I mean? If, it, if you put fish oil into something, you'll be, you, you think, oh, this is fucking rank. Oh, this milk is off. I'm not drinking this. Would you want to do, I would, yeah, I would, no, I would I mean. say like hide your, hide your urine with something like a nice scent. Like put a little bit of lavender or something, something in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want the person to drink your piss. If that's your, if that's your end goal, when yeah. you piss in, if you piss in a bunch of milk that's getting stolen from you, yeah. you the end goal is for someone to drink your urine. That's what your focus yep. is. So entice them all the way up to yeah. that point. Yeah. Yeah. Have it, have it even, have it even that they come back for your milk the next week and then you get them hooked. Yeah. You get them hooked on your I'll piss. start with just lavender for a few yeah. days. So they're like, oh, this guy's ordering some pretty lush milk yeah. products. Yeah. And then they'll smell the lavender, smell the lavender, and then boom, yeah. you get them on that second Chuck week. Chuck in the piss. Yeah, and right. And then just keep doing it up, keep doing it up, and like drink a whole water diet and even get the bum squirts in there. Yeah, in man. There. And if you, had the, if, you had, if you had a dark outside carton, you could do that. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I think if he's chilling the stuff, so yeah. if he's spending some time, like puts the bottles in the fridge or freezer, so that there's no, it does not suspicious. You don't want to go from cold each day to suddenly no. it's warm from all the body fluid. No way. You you definitely want to make sure that the whole bottle of fluid is chilled to the same as a milk. If you had okay, if your milk's getting stolen, two mm. two part question. If yep. your milk's getting stolen, mm-hmm. one, do you do you turn vigilante and do something about it? Okay, I'll think about that. And two, what would you do? Would you would you go down the, the down the same same road as the urine milk piss milk? Ah, uh, yeah, I see, I see. Because um, if you were going to do it too, like, wouldn't you have to drink a lot of water first? Because if you peed real yellow into milk, you'd be able to. I mean, see we can test change. this theory out later. Yeah. But you could, but you reckon you? I reckon you'd be able to see the difference. Maybe he's only doing a little. <laughs> little what? <laughs> yeah, like a little, little, little spurter. Yeah, a little spurt. Okay. Like, he was he's one of the few people in the world that can do like a, I'm busting, I'll just go, and then he's like, all right, we'll just hold on to the rest for later. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just did like like about, about a golf ball's worth, no, yeah. half a golf ball's worth in there. But on your first question, I'm just trying to think about, it's so old school to get milk delivered, but if I was getting my milk stolen, I think the big question for me would be, how big's that person? Yeah. So if that was, if it was like a really large, a strong, tough man, <laughs> that's yeah. what they call One them. One of them tough men. Yeah. <laughs> then I would be, I'd just go, go for it, Freddy. Like, I'll keep paying for it. You drink away. Oh, you get, you get bullied. Yeah. It'd allow him to just dominate me. <laughs> I'd get him chocolate milk. Would you be happy about it though? Nah. No. But I just have to accept my lot in life. Okay. All right, and then mm. you just and then so no, like you don't even need to worry about part two of the question. You no, because it just that. becomes like paying the internet bill. <laughs> I go hard out and get um, just really fuck their life up. You just get like get some heroin, put 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 the heroin in the milk, and just get them hooked. Yeah, get them real hooked on smack, and and then just and then just stop putting the smack into the so milk. So they're going through withdrawal. Yeah, and, they, and they're going to be like, well, just the milk doesn't do it for me anymore. I hate this fucking milk. And they drink more and more milk. They're yeah. getting chubbier and chubbier by the day because they wouldn't have realized that there was heroin involved. They would have no. just thought, that milk was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best fucking milk. I had milk. the best day oh, ever after drinking that. I was that. so relaxed. I was so chill. <laughs> and then the next day, the milk just didn't hit the spot. It just didn't 
No, I would go, I would get him proper hooked first. I wouldn't just go one. Oh, how one. many days oh, or weeks you thinking? As much money as I have in to, to spare to spend on heroin. I'm not sure yeah. how much heroin is. Neither am I, but you could probably get away with, I guess, like whatever's spare after you've paid rent and you've paid bills, just don't go out for a while and spend that money on heroin yeah. for him. Oh, I'm not going to shoot up any myself. No. No. I might, I might smoke some. If yeah, it's gonna be, If it's going to be at the house. Yeah, <laughs> may as well. Never tried it. <laughs> Smoking it's fine, I heard. Yeah, just get a bit of tinfoil and you'll be fine. <laughs> you're going to be the guy out there. With, you're going to just go with him, go around houses stealing milk. Yeah, maybe I just end up, we just become buddies. Yeah. What if you leave little notes in the milk? Thank you notes. No, nah, just, little, just little notes. It's like, hey, you don't have to steal this. Just come in and... Have some cereal in the morning with, with, with my little brother and sister. Make him a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome him into your world. And you, do, and you know that that dude doesn't mind doing sort of criminal shit. Yeah, man. It's good. He's going to be so fine. He's not going to be out of his comfort zone. If he's fine no. to like run around in the dark and yeah. take milk off porches, he's going to be fine to eat cereal for free with you and your brother. Yeah, but also maybe do some criminal shit for you in the future if you need a little bit of a hand. Ah, uh, yeah. Like your mate with the guns in his car. Yeah. I reckon they'd be on a similar level. Good people to have their cell phone number <laughs> just if we ever get in trouble. <laughs> it's just, you, just, you just call up, the, the, they're like the, the Bogan Avengers. There's <laughs> the milk-stealing man. There's the, there's, there's, the, there's, the, there's the Kiwi guy with a fucking van full of guns. Yeah, at the punk show. <laughs> yeah, at the punk show. <laughs> the Bogan Avengers. Oh, man, I'd watch that. I still can't believe we met that guy. I still can't believe you guys became friends. Yeah, I loved him. I still do. <laughs> Police interview a man because of his baggy suit, only to find out that he's involved in credit card fraud. A police officer on patrol took notice of one young man as he was exiting a convenience store last week. The man was wearing a suit, but according to the police officer, he didn't look quite right in it which was enough to make him stop the 20-year-old man and ask him who he was and what he had been doing in the convenience store. Now, that might seem like pretty thin justification, but these stops aren't that rare in Japan, and the officer's intuition turned out to be amazingly accurate, as the man in the suit had just used a credit card that he had stolen from an elderly woman one hour earlier to withdraw $7,000 Australian, the equivalent of, from an ATM inside the store. Earlier in the day, the 87-year-old woman had received multiple phone calls from men claiming to be local government officials and they told her that her ATM card was out of date and that they'd need to come and collect it and that she needed to tell them her address. Basically, the cop was saying that he has to follow that kind of intuition because he knows that the reason that suit didn't look right and it was a bit baggy is because that guy doesn't wear a suit every day. So he can tell that the body language of the guy (coughs) was off because the guy was uncomfortable in a suit because obviously that guy as a scammer doesn't need to wear a suit only it's only on the days that he's like oh yeah i have to go to that lady yeah 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 so he's got a slightly like ill-fitting suit um so that's how he caught him that guy needs to practice more Mm. if you if you're if you're going out there it's it's like we were talking about before about Mm. Doing stand up and how if you got like a big gig coming up, you got to go and hit these hit these little spots and you got to get good. You got to get you, back in shape. Yeah, you do. And this guy, he's he's not. He just woke up and said, "I used to do this. Yeah, I've done this heaps of times. I can go back out there." But nah, dude. Yeah, man. He yeah. should have gone out in that suit 
like just day to day for a couple of weeks before yeah. he decided to go into the city or to yep. her house. He should just got comfortable with wearing the suit. Go down to your local coffee shop, have yep. a have a have a cup of coffee, go go out for go out for a couple of a couple of dinners, maybe buy a suit that fits you. Yeah. Catch a train at eight AM so that you're with all the other yeah. business people. Watch like how they act. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get you gotta blend. Get up early. Yeah, man. Get up early. You're exhausted. Yeah. And and you got to and you got to work work through that. You got to you got to play the role if you're gonna be if you're gonna be going out there trying to scam people in suits. Yeah, man. You got to look like you're someone that wears a bloody suit. Yeah. Baggy suits. The last time that I've been surrounded by baggy suits was <laughs> the ball, like school balls. School balls. Why does no Why does no know. teenager get a suit that fits? Like every person who's like seventeen going to the ball, they just have massive shoulder pads and baggy pants, and like the cuffs go past the shoes. Is it because their parents? And this would have been because my school was the same. Mm. Would it have been because the suburban areas that we grew up in? The parents who probably bought these kids their suits for their formal mm. or their semi-formal or whatever just go, "You're gonna grow. You're yeah. gonna have to grow into this suit." <laughs> and so you and and sometimes you never do. Sometimes yeah. you never grow into the suit, and you just have this this baggy baggy. Suit. Sometimes it's shoulder width, and your shoulder width doesn't grow hugely. Not really. Like, Not unless you're some gym junkie that yeah. goes to the gym and just fucking goes roid heavy. Yeah, man. Yeah, most people their shoulders don't grow that much at all. <laughs> If all I've learned from my from my twenty nine years is that I've grown upwards and in the last two years got a beer gut. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Does the suit fit? Have you still got your ball suit? It wouldn't it wouldn't fit because of the beer gut. But it would probably fit around the shoulders, okay. Okay, our parents are right. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, well, you got fat on your own terms. I can't even blame my parents. Like, I had a baggy suit mm. at the balls I went to, and I was buying from op shops. But for, I don't know why it wasn't crossing my mind. I guess I'd never worn a suit is yeah. probably part of it. It's the first time you wear a suit mm. as a dude is when you're 17. You haven't, obviously, you know, you've never worked in an office. You've been wearing a school uniform your whole life. Yeah. And that's polos. So you like, yeah, you go into a store and you go, well, this, this has got to be right. And then you just wear, yeah, a horrible... You look like a credit card scammer. Here's the thing, though, is that tight-fitting suits, mm. even though they look really good, mm. they're not that comfortable. Yeah. If you had... If you if you say you uh, were stuck on a desert island and yeah. you got to choose a kind of suit that you, that you were going to be stuck on that island in, mm. you'd probably go that same style that you got when you were 17 you years ch- old because yeah, it's right. fucking comfortable. Yeah, man. It's like that tight suit, man. And when you have... When you, <laughs> when you have a suit, especially a white, a, a white sort of button-up shirt, mm. and it doesn't fit around your neck anymore, and you go, how did, <laughs> how did my neck get fat? Yeah. <laughs> how, did, how does my neck get fat? Fatter, I got neck fat. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it really hurts your feelings when that happens. When you realise that, yeah. for sure. I think that the inside of suits could be a lot comfier. I don't know why they make the... You know when you put on a suit and the arm, the inside of the arm is like boxer shorts? Yeah. And the inside of the leg is even like boxer shorts. Like, yeah. At what point did businessmen go, mm. oh, rather than feel like my arms and legs are dry, yeah. I'd actually, while I'm typing away and doing deals, what I want to feel is a, just a little sense of sliminess. Yeah. The inside of suits are weird. What would you have? Like some rabbit fur or some... some, some mink. Some mink. <laughs> You got a big suit, but you, no one could see that. You'd see the mink. It's all, it's all for you. You'd feel so rich. You would feel fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Or just bare. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd love yeah. That. <laughs> Some rough fur. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I'd shampoo it first. Like, okay, condition yeah. it heaps. Yeah. I take care of it. It's, it's the it's same a, it's as a like. Suit. Yeah, you're right. It's the same as your hair. You just use the same products on it. Oh yeah, we do everything together. <laughs> Is it reversible? Yeah, but I would never show anyone the 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 other side. I would I would only I would I would only ever just wear the reverse bare fur on the outside just for me it's for you and the suit to know yeah but then but see when you wore when you wore it in like um you you what do you, what do you call it in in introvert reversible reverse, bear suit. yeah when you reverse it then you've got the same problem again because the then you get in that same suit material on the on oh the, the slipperiness then. on the inside so i think you just need to go bear bear on inside bear on the outside <laughs> just all bear it's a bear suit yeah. so you're just gonna wear a <laughs> You're just gonna go work in the office dressed as a bee, a grizzly. <laughs> I guess so. I, you know, I've, two minutes ago I would have said no, but it just it makes sense now. Oh, I'm with you. <laughs> I was with you every step. It's time to start wearing that sort of thing in the office. <laughs> well, what other animals could you wear? Bear, bear is good. I think bear is a, ti- oh, a tiger. Wearing, yeah. wearing a tiger would be fucking. Get a bit badass. of respect. Yeah. Would you still have? Would you? Would you dock the tail? Or would you uh, keep the tail? You know how girls put their hair in a ponytail? Yeah. Just like do something like that with the tail when oh, you're you at wear work. It up. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you're like when it's the weekend, just let it <laughs> let it go free. Out of the mud and yeah. yeah Get man. real dirty on, on the weekend. Do whatever you want on the yeah. weekend. You're on the prowl. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. That brings us to an end to our scheduled news stories of the week. It's Hope us. you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you for sitting around. That's what we assume you were doing. <laughs> if you're at work, you shouldn't have been listening to this. You're skiving. <laughs> but we've got a, before we go, we've got a couple of little things to leave you with. We've got a send-in camo. Ah, yes. Who's it from? Um, so this is from Stallion Peters. Stallion Peters, welcome back and hope that your new town is treating you well. That's right. Stallion Peters uh, is living in back in the, in the homeland of New Zealand. Pretty sure the same town as that yeah, um, that weed it? dealer. Uh, or, uh, was it uh, Taradaki? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's where he is. Peters. <laughs> you haven't well, been ha- having trouble with the cops, have you? It Peters? was like in the area of Taranaki, and then the 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 small area inside was called Inglewood. Uh, I don't know if that's where Peters is. I don't. I didn't even know because I, I know that there's an Inglewood in um, uh, America. Oh, yeah. In Los Angeles, because Snoop Dogg sings about it. Is that where he's from? Inglewood. <laughs> I bet that this Taranaki dude loves that. Yeah, fact. he would. He dude. wasn't going to be a weed dealer until he heard that song. Inglewood. <laughs> um, and what Peter said it is a fucking great one. Constipated woman lost 10 years of memory after straining too hard. I didn't know that was possible. (laughs) That's terrifying. (laughs) A woman in Hong Kong claimed she temporarily lost 10 years worth of memories after straining too hard in a bathroom during a bout of constipation. According to the Chinese Times, her son claims his mother had been constipated for more than two weeks and became very uncomfortable. She came out of the bathroom displaying signs of amnesia after reportedly straining too hard. According to her son, the woman could not remember anything that happened in her life in the last 10 years. Full on. Her family took her to hospital, 
where a brain scan showed nothing abnormal with her brain function. She reportedly regained her memory after eight hours and had no recollection of not remembering those things just earlier in the day. <laughs> wow. A neurologist said, told Chinese media that it is possible to lose your memory from straining too hard. He explained that the phenomenon is called transient global amnesia and in her case happened due to the increase in abdominal uh, pressure that caused a lack of oxygen flow to her brain. The result was short-term memory loss. The expert added that people who frequently carry heavy objects are at high risk of experiencing the same kind of amnesia. Anyone else suddenly craving some prune juice and a bit of kiwi fruit? That was from the end of the article. <laughs> but I am. Yeah. That's so scary. I didn't realize the risk involved. It is weird. I think, um, see, before I read the rest of the article and that, and, and that neurologist explained that it's actually a proper thing, mm. I would have just thought that you, just because you haven't pooed, you get sick and get like a fever or something like that. And you know, mm. if you get a real bad fever, you're just like, I don't fucking know yeah. anything that's <laughs> yeah. going on. But I thought, saw it as like a knock-on effect of like it starts as constipation, then it's sickness, then it's yeah. fever. But no, nah, in the moment she was like, oh, whoa, who am I? Yeah. Oh no, but she, oh. see, this is the crazy thing. She remembered who she was, but she didn't remember what happened in the last 10 years so i might what what so how old was it doesn't say how old her son was um but if she came out and yeah. he was and and well if he was under 10 or, or he would have looked a lot different she might have not known yeah but it's like was. 10 years so if it, yeah she definitely wouldn't have known 10 years you would like if if he was if he was 20 or under, yep. she wouldn't have recognized him. Yeah, who's this man in the house? Exactly. You just go from boy to man. If, if it was, if just say he was sort of 30, mm-hmm. she probably would be like, fuck, even a bad week. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's crazy. Yeah, it's man. crazy that you can, you can need shit so hard and try to hit so hard that you lose 10 years. You wipe out the memories. Memory. Yeah. That <laughs> week, man, is crazy. No, it was so risky. <laughs> I think ten years, ten years is a good amount. I think if you were gonna if you're gonna forget something for you know for a little bit, mm. if you're gonna forget if you're gonna if you're gonna forget, okay, here we go. If you're gonna forget amount of time in your life and, and it's gonna be for uh, say twelve hours, okay, do you go? all in and and go back to being sort of like an eight-year-old for 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 12 hours do you go back to even further or do you do you go back to being like a 13 year old where do you go back to you got 12 hours (laughs) it's a great question i feel like i don't want to go back so far that i don't know how to look after myself yeah i want to go to like the sweet spot i think for me sweet spot's probably Fun 16. Yeah. Yeah. That was when I got my first hand job. I'd go back there as well. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd definitely go back. 16, 17, and then, oh, you'd, you wouldn't want to be there in there too long because if you cracked onto some 16 or 17-year-olds, you'd get in arrested, some trouble. Yeah. yeah you'd get, definitely get arrested. Yeah, it sounds like such a lie as well if you go, oh, I took a shit. <laughs> 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 They're like, you can do better than that with your excuses. <laughs> I took a shit and I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot I wasn't. Yeah. I forgot I wasn't thirty, and I was. I thought I was seventeen years old. Yeah. <laughs> Worst excuse ever. <laughs> All right, cheers for that one, Peters. And um, as always, please keep sending in uh, your your news stories. We love reading them out. 
Uh, we can't get to all of them every week, but uh, please keep sending them in. We have loved having you with us. It's that time of the show where we cleanse your palate and our own minds and morals of everything that we've been discussing and leave you with a good news, good news story. We always need it. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Egg Boy is donating $100,000 to the survivors of the Christchurch terrorist attack. The Australian teenager who smashed an egg onto the head of the racist Senator Fraser Anning says that he has donated close to $100,000 to the survivors of the Christchurch terrorist attack. So quick recap, um, Fraser Anning was criticised after he blamed the attacks in Christchurch, which saw uh, 51 people die. He blamed it on Muslim migration. And this kid, Egg Boy, uh, smashed an egg onto a, the politician's head to kind of like just make a fool of him, which is great. But he's kind of said, Egg Boy has now said he knows that's not the right thing to do, but he has become a bit of a social media star. And when he got arrested for smashing the egg on the politician's head, uh, a bunch of his fans set up a crowdfunding campaign to cover all of Egg Boy's legal costs. And they ended up raising $100,000. But Egg Boy said... Uh, since a lawyer offered to represent him for free, he wanted do to donate that $100,000 to the survivors of the attacks in Christchurch. He said, to the victims of this tragedy, I wholeheartedly hope that this can bring some relief to you. Keep spreading the love. What a good young dude. It's good, man. That's a, that's a really lovely thing to do. And, and um, you know, a lot of people in that position, you know, would have just taken money. And it's a lot of money, mm. and to to just do the right thing is something that doesn't get re, you know re, re, rewarded verbally enough. And it's the right it's the the right thing to do. Yeah, man. Not the right thing to smash someone in the head with an egg, but you he pick, knows you picked a pretty good person to smash that no one gives a fuck. So <laughs> it's it's like, and then you go and do this really nice deed. So it's just everyone's just like, yeah, well done. Hats yeah, off man. To good on you, egg boy. Well, that brings us to the end of another another week's podcast of Charging Stallion Presents News We Like. We actually do have a gig coming up on Thursday, the 27th of, of this month. We are playing at Last Chance Rock and Roll Bar in uh, North Melbourne. We're mm -hmm. playing there with uh, You Legends and Frontside Backsides. Yes. Uh, so that'll be a fantastic show. We've also got a show coming up uh on the 26th of July here in Melbourne. That is supporting an American band called Top Nachos. Uh, go check them out on Spotify. They're really fun. Yeah, yeah man. I've I'm been so listening to a bit uh, this in, the, in, the last, in the last week or so. They're a really fun band. Uh, so if you're around, please come to, to one of the shows and uh, keep sending us in stories and being a part of the show. Have a great week. Thank you.